Today is Wednesday, October 6th. We are back for week five of our Betting with Babies podcast. This is episode number 17. On this podcast, we help the dads and moms balance their babies and bets. Got to show love to the moms. Nobody needs the help out there more than the dads and moms who don't have time to do the research. So for our normal listeners, welcome back. If you don't know about us and it's your first time, let's make some cash. We've got our week five locks, anytime touchdown scores, and our top QB props heading into this exciting sports weekend. I'm your host, Mr. Clutch. Got Mr. No Days Off and Maddie Stats. How we doing, gentlemen? Not doing too well. I'm, I'm really not. I've had enough of the fucking Dolphins. I'm pretty much where you were last week, Amato. I'm fucking tired of them, and I'm, I'm really just I'm getting numb to the whole thing. Maddie, what do you got? I'm flying high. The Cowboys are three and one. Almost, I mean, we were a field goal away from being four and zero. I'm flying high. NFL season's going great. I've hit uh, the Patrick Mahomes QB touchdown score score four weeks in a row. I'm doing, I'm doing good. I'm feeling great. He's hot. He's feeling great. It's good to be back. It's week five. The NFL season is on the way. We've got some good momentum heading into this week. Let's do a quick recap from last week. Last week for our locks, we came in at two and two overall, including the Thursday night football game. Uh, Teddy took the Bucks versus the Pats and took an L, moved to one and three on the season with his locks. Myself, I took the Titans minus six and a half against my own Jets and lost that game. Never been happier to lose a bet. I moved to three and one on the season. Matty Stats took the Chiefs versus the Eagles. He was spot on with a blowout win, the Kansas City Chiefs. Matt moves to three and one on the season. Here we go. Week five. Let's get right into it. This is where we give you our best bets of the weekend. Let's get started. Teddy, what's the first game on the board? I really, really like this game. I, I, I like last week's game, but I really, really like this game. Packers at Bengals. Talk to me, Maddie. All right. So in this one, we got 57% of the cash and 81% of the tickets on the Packers. The line hasn't moved at all this week. Uh, funny enough, you wouldn't have expected it, but Burrow is actually grade out, graded out a lot higher than Rodgers, who's still digging out of his poor performance from week one, but has posted solid grades in weeks two and three before dipping back down in week four. Bengals secondary, uh, like virtually every secondary in the league, will struggle to cover Devontae Adams, but is projected to have really good matchups against Lazard and Randall Cobb. Tyler Boyd seems to be in position to have a solid game and is expected to be paired with Candon Sullivan on 74% of his snaps. And then expect this to be a big Joe Burrow game with Joe Mixon expected to miss this one with a foot injury. Um, can't really expect a lot out of Samaje P. Ryan. Mixon's supposed to be out. I read a low-grade ankle sprain. Yeah, they haven't really announced anything. And uh, based on what happened last year with Mixon, where yeah. he had like a foot injury that nobody really said anything about, and he missed like nine weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just yeah. guessing he's got sensitive <laughs> you, feet. He's not wait, coming you, back. <laughs> sensitive feet. You know what happened last year, though, right? Burrow is out, and the Bengals are like, fuck it. We're not going to put a bunch of carries on Mixon's tires. And just said, go sit out the rest of the season. That's what happened. I don't know. I'm going with soft feet. <laughs> soft Mata? feet. We'll take the soft feet narrative into the week. 
<laughs> I mean, Mixon looks good when he's out there. You know, if he plays, I think it's a game changer for this pick. And I, I don't know what the pick is. I'm curious to hear who you take in this game. Packers, minus three all day. I don't think the Bengals are at that level. I think they're a pretty weak three and one team. Um, they're three and one, right? Yeah, they are three and one. They're playing yeah. good football at times. I mean, if they got three yeah. wins, it's not easy to win in the NFL. I don't know how Burrow rates above Rodgers. I'm pretty sure Burrow threw three interceptions in a row, like three passes in a row in one game. That had to hurt the stats a little bit. Yeah, I'm looking up the Bengals' schedule right now, actually, because who did they beat? I mean, three and one's pretty impressive. Right? I do love Joe Burrow. You mentioned it last week when you were recording. I mean, he's got he's just got a pretty throw. Oh, his yeah, he throws a beautiful ball. I mean, tight spiral. It comes off his hand smooth. So it's right. really it's really beautiful. We would never smooth. draft a quarterback like that. No, no we wouldn't. <laughs> Two no. balls wobble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the Bengals have played have beaten Minnesota in overtime in Week One. They lost to Chicago in Week Two. They beat Pittsburgh in week three and Jacksonville in week four. Pittsburgh and the Jaguars aren't that good. I don't even think that. And don't say the B word, please. But those those guys up in Chicago aren't that good. The Vikings, I mean, the Vikings are one and three. And I, I would say that I think the Vikings are a better overall team. Very good yeah. one and three team. Well, anyway, yeah. I'm taking the Packers. I don't think they're on, they're, um, the Bengals are on the Packers levels. Boys, go ahead and fade me. Do your thing. You know, I, I love the Packers, um, but my instinct is to fade you. You know that. That's the system. That's that's what we should do. <laughs> it um, works. <laughs> it works. You stick to it. It makes you money. Um, but I got to stick with you on this one. Honestly, you know, you, you did prove me wrong when I went against you last time. Uh, I like the Packers minus three here. I think they're on a roll. They look great. And the Bengals you know, had to squeeze out a field goal win against a bad Jaguars team on Thursday night. So I, I like the Packers chances here. Maddie stats. Yeah. I think I'm going to follow you a motto on this one. Um, I'll probably regret it following Teddy, but um, you know, I just look at the, and following Bay's... a motto, not me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not following you. <laughs> it's so insulting. I... <laughs> it's your pick, but I'm following a motto. <laughs> Uh, no, 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 I just – the Bengals just haven't really proved it to me yet. They haven't really beat a good team. Um, and Green Bay, outside of that catastrophe in week one, has looked good. So uh, mm -hmm. I'm going to – I will follow you, Teddy, into the dark, but I will follow you. Yeah. Thank you. Packers roll. We're all on the Packers. I don't know if it's a good thing or bad thing, but we're on them. Let's move to the next game. This one's my game. Uh I'm going to stick with the team I, I bet on last week who let me down, but we are going to Jacksonville and I'm taking the Titans minus four against the Jets. I watched this game closely with the Jets. They look terrible. They really did look terrible. Not having your two best receivers is a big deal. And I think they couldn't overcome that. I, they got to bounce back this week. They're a better team than losing to the New York Jets. And they're going to show against the Jaguars. Plus, the Jacksonville Jaguars got a little bit of a little bit of controversy in the locker room right now with their head coach. What do you guys think? So, ninety-one percent of the cash and eighty-eight percent of the tickets are on the Titans. This one opened up at four earlier this week and has switched up to four point five today. 
this team's offense seemed completely lost last week and took five quarters to ultimately lose to the Jets, who seemed to be trying to lose the game. On the positive side, A.J. Brown practiced today as he works back from his hamstring injury, but Julio Julio Jones has yet to practice and has a ton of company on the sideline in practice today with center Aaron Brewer, left tackle Taylor Lewan, linebacker Jalen Brown, and their punter, Brett Kern, out with a groin injury today. Tannehill's graded great all year, uh, has had solid big-time throw rates, and has only executed a turnover-worthy pass on 1.07 of his dropbacks. Lawrence has very much looked like a rookie, graded poorly, especially when when under pressure. Yeah, I mean, I think the stats, if you're a, stat, if you're a true stats guy, I know where you got to go here. You might as well just tell me where you got to go. All right, I'll start it off. I'll start off. It's my game, and I'm going to go against the stats. I'm going to take the Titans in an emotional comeback win here, minus four and a half. They can't lose 2-0 and to these two types of teams on their schedule. Like These are the games you circle that are guaranteed wins for a team like the Titans. Can't lose both of them. I'll take the Titans minus four and a half. Maddie, You know, I kind of want to say the Jags are going to grind out a win here. See what I did there? <laughs> Is that wow. an Urban Meyer reference? Wow. But uh, I think I'm going to follow you and go with the Titans. You can't lose to the Jags. Maybe the team rallies around Urban Meyer this week, but I can't pick the Jags. Uh, maybe they would try Herb, to. You got to worry about the spread. You wouldn't want them to try to like you know poke through the back door and kill us on the on the bet there. Mm, just keeps getting better. <laughs> Listen, I don't. Urban Meyer, I, I don't know. There's a lot of shit that went down with him. You know, fire a coach, rehiring, and firing another coach, and he's very weird in Jacksonville. I personally think he's a dead man walking. I don't think he makes it to the end. Maybe to the end of the year, but that's it. But. uh I I think the Titans have a lot of injuries and who knows if AJ Brown plays. So guess what? I'm fading yet. I'm taking the Jags. I think they lose by three and cover. Wow. All right. Well, can't be mad at that, but I am a little upset that you're fading my pick. And so let me bring it back to Ryan Tannehill for a second, because I know you like to talk Tannehill. Tannehill has been on the Titans for three seasons. Three seasons. While Tannehill was on the Dolphins, he never had a season with less than 12 interceptions in one Mm -hmm. season. Mm -hmm. I think Matt said he hasn't done a turnover-worthy play in less than, what, 2% of the time all season? Oh, no, that that bullshit PFF stat of turnover-worthy. Brady hasn't thrown a turnover-worthy ball in four years, okay? I don't believe that stat for shit. Tannehill has not thrown more than six interceptions with the Titans. Total has thrown less interceptions in all his three years with the Titans than he has in any single season with the Miami Dolphins. How does that make you feel? Matt tells me not to go on rants, and then you serve me off of this. I mean, he's a Titan. He's a franchise quarterback. Could we admit he's a franchise quarterback? No, the Dolphins don't like franchise quarterbacks. No, he'll never win a Super Bowl. Okay, ever. This is what's gonna happen. That's fair. Yeah. For Derrick Henry is on pace for like 500 touches this year you know that's never gonna last i'm not wishing injury on anyone i'm just saying so many touches for one player so many times you get tackled and hit and let me tell you something you guys want to see Tannehill? 
let Derrick Henry go down, and we're all going to see the real fucking Tannehill, okay? <laughs> all right. Well, we know how we feel about Tannehill and the Titans. I'm on the Titans minus four and a half. Matty Stats is with me. Teddy's fading and going with the Jags. Let's move on to the third game on the board. Matty Stats, what do you got? All right. So we got San Francisco at Arizona. In this one, we got 84% of the cash and 63% of the tickets are on the Cardinals. Surprising the line hasn't moved all week considering the heavy cash on the cards. This is going to be Trey Lance's first start, and we don't really have much on him stat-wise. And we know Murray has just played absolutely great this season with an 86.7 overall PFF grade and a 113 passer rating while in a clean pocket and an equally impressive 111.17 while under pressure. San Francisco's O-line stats are really interesting. So against the cards, the O-line has a 99% advantage against the run. But on the inverse side, against the pass, the cards have a 37% advantage against the cards O-line. So basically what you're saying there is that San Francisco can run the ball, but they can't pass black. They can run the ball, but the thing is, who's going to run the ball? Trey Sermon does not look good. Mitchell what if, is not playing, I don't believe. I, I'm unsure if he's coming back this week. The wild card there is Trey Lance, right? I mean, we don't know much about Trey. And I I, I mean, I know he, he scored a touchdown. I think he had a rushing touchdown. Did he look good out there? Did anybody see? I didn't see the game. I haven't heard anybody <laughs> talk about it. I was I was too busy wallowing in my sorrows Sunday. Yeah. 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 Well, there's no space more excited about Trey Lance than than the sports card community. I'll tell you that. For the followers out there, they are high on Trey Lance. This is how many his moment. Trey Lance rookies car- cards do you have? I've got one. One, it's not a good one. That's that's not enough. No, it's not a good one. I've been I've been have not been lucky enough to find him. But um all right, so who are you taking in this pick, Matty? So I'm going to take the cards, minus five and a half. I like the way this game is going to play out. I like Cliff Kingsbury against a rookie quarterback. I don't really know what we're going to get there, but the cards have just been absolutely on fire, and I'm putting my trust in Kyler this week. I like that pick. I think it's tough to to go against Arizona right now, especially against that Rams defense. I mean, they look good. They look dominant. I'm going to follow you. I'm going to take Arizona minus five and, a half, five and a half. Just ride the wave here. Ride the red wave. They're going to this beat game, the Niners. Uh, where's this game being played? At Arizona. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go Card- Cardinals. I mean, AJ Green is catching balls again. That's how good the Cardinals offense is. You guys see the bomb he caught this weekend? Last yeah. weekend? He's back. He's on that vintage. Yeah, took that. Took the time machine. He's looking fresh. Yeah, really. And uh, what's that rookie, Ron- Rondell Moore? Dude, he looks. Right? He looks faster than everybody else on the field. Him and Kyler Murray. And, and he's five seven. Seems I mean, like what, guy I'm going to draft him, Madden. Yeah, what an athlete. Yep. yep. So yeah, I, I'll follow you because I'm. I, I don't like betting on rookie quarterbacks. Got it. Well, those are the three locks for this week. Uh, If you follow the page, we will post these on Sunday. Just to recap, Teddy's got the Packers minus three at the Bengals. 
I'm taking the Titans minus four and a half in Jacksonville. And Matty Stats is on Arizona at home minus five and a half. We'll post these on the page. Um, so let's move on. Let's move on to our favorite segment. I don't know about you guys, but we love putting this together. This is where we go out and try to pick the top five touchdown scores for the week. We stack rank them for you so you can win some cash. We've got their odds. We've got their stats. Let's start with the number one TD score for this week. Teddy, who we got? First TD score is Ezekiel Elliott. He has scored a touchdown in the last three games. And he's looking really good. Jerry Jones came out, actually, and said that his offseason work has paid off. And I'm like an Elliot. They give him the ball near the goal line. And uh, I'm I'm a fan. Who's next? Next up, um, well, let's talk about Zeke Elliott for a second. Let's see if there's any stats that support that pick. I love Zeke. I'm personally, you know, he's one of my guys. He's been a couple fantasy teams of mine. What was the offseason workout? What do you think Zeke's doing? What's he doing different? He covered he's his slimmer. abs. That was that was the Ooh, thing. He, he started. He he stopped doing the midriff. Stopped cutting his jersey. The man drift. I don't know what you want to call that, but he uh, wait, so cut wait, that he out. Gained weight? He gained weight or lost? No, weight? he lost weight, but he started wearing a hoodie. They like called this out in one of the episodes of the Hard Knocks. That's probably one of the only things I remember. That's how bad Hard Knocks was this year. Worst Hard Knocks of the franchise. Yeah, I mean, Dak was injured. It was the whole thing was supposed to be about Dak coming back, and Dak barely played. Yep, that's tough. So, but the Cowboys are on fire. We like Zeke. Let's see if the stats back it up. What do we got? Yeah, so Zeke. uh, Everybody's been there's been a lot of talk about Tony Pollard, but Zeke's actually played in seventy five percent of the snaps last week. He also got seventy one percent of the short down and distance work, hundred percent of the inside of the five work, and hundred percent of the two minute snaps. That is what we like to hear. Loving Zeke this week. Stats back you up. That's how you end up as the number one touchdown scorer right there. 100% of the goal line carries. Can't beat it. Let's move on to number two. I am taking Derrick Henry. Going into Jacksonville, he looks great. He scored a touchdown in the last four games. King Henry, they call him for a reason. Do the stats back me up on this one? I, I mean, you don't need stats when you're looking at Derrick Henry. Uh, he's got a plus matchup this week. Uh, he's getting 100% of the inside the fives. He's getting most of the short down and distance work. He's actually getting some targets this year, which is just amazing because you get a man that big in space. So Henry is looking good for this week. And do we have the receivers back? Do we know if A.J. Brown and Julio Jones are back? So AJ Brown did practice. Um, Julio did not. Got Don't it. know if so, they're going to be back, but he did practice. Yeah, Julio's not going to be back. Yeah, he's still productive even with those guys. I mean, we yeah, love, it doesn't matter. We, we love Derrick Henry. Uh, let's go to number three. Let's try to get some better odds. Maybe keep it in the air. What do we got for our number three TD score? DeAndre Hopkins. He is, again, another guy that scored three TDs in his last four games. Uh, A lot of targets. Kyler probably targets him at least 10 times a game. Uh, He's going in this weekend. Can't beat beat Hopkins. Might have the best hands in the league. What do we got, Matty? Yeah, um, he's getting 18% targets on that. 
His average depth of the target's 11.3 yards, and he is seeing a target on 25% on third and fourth down. So DeAndre Hopkins is going to put another one in. He's an alpha. Love it. Oh, he's an alpha. Keep it in the air, DeAndre Hopkins. Going to be much better odds without. Let's keep it going. Number four touchdown score. We're going to go on the ground. Could be in the air. This guy does everything. He's the Swiss Army knife for a team that is up and coming and red hot. We're going Austin Eckler. Coming off a big game on Monday night. Damn, they look good. I hope the stats back me up here. Number four, Austin Eckler. So I do not have the stats to back you up, except the fact that I watched that game, and Austin Eckler's good, and he's going to score a touchdown. And I'll give you some facts uh, and some stats. 18, 17, and 18. That's the amount of touches that Eckler's had in the last three games. You get the ball about 20 times a game, you got a good chance to score, I feel like. Yeah, and they they just look for him. They look for him in yep. the pass and the run, third down, first down, doesn't matter. Uh, if he's healthy, he's on the field, and we like our chances going in the end zone this week. So he comes in at number four, and only at number four, really, because the Browns' defense is tough. You know, they yep. got a good D-line. He'd be number one, I, I think, if it well. wasn't for that D-line. All right, so that's number four. We're doing five and six this week. We want to give you our top six. So who do we got for number five? Number five, Vikings wide receiver, Justin Jefferson. Maddie, break down this uh, ridiculous stat you got here. So taking a look at all the wide receiver cornerback matchups this week, Justin Jefferson actually has a 99.9. So essentially what we would call a perfect matchup uh, in the wide receiver cornerback. So I expect him to do really well this week. Um, Is 100 the best? Uh, yeah, it's the, as high as it goes. Okay. Well, because sometimes you say stats and like it's 115% or 132%. And like, I, you know, yeah. 100 should just be the best. Like just across the board, it should just be like, because for my dumb brain, I need to just be like, okay, 100 is the best. But it's not always. So just as, as a gauge, 100 is the best, and he's got a 99 matchup advantage, meaning the line secondary sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's expected to get the majority of his coverage by Bobby Price. And oops, I'm going to screw him. this one up. Yep. Oro Wari. Good job. Yeah. I don't so, know. Sounds he's right. got Yeah. He's got a lot of he's got a lot of coverage against guys I've never heard of, and PFF says they're not very good. <laughs> yeah, no, the Lions are the Lions are not good. They're still they're still they haven't won their first game yet, right? Still searching for the first one. No, but they're a scrappy team. They are. I, I Wait, believe they're covering a lot. That's good you know, though. I like that in this game, right? Keep it close. Keep the ball in the air. Gives us yeah. more chances for Jeffries to score. We don't want to see a blowout in this game. Imagine like two years of just. Dan Campbell drafting bullies and they have like half a team of bullies. It's mm-hmm. going to be good. Cause that's all he is. Like, like I do, he, all he wants is bullies on his team. Yeah. Yeah. He needs a good GM. They need a couple, they need to fill some holes, but he's got them playing hard. Yep. Love it. All right. So that's number five. We're going to wrap it up with our six touchdown score. This guy we could put on the board any week, as long as they don't have a buy. We got 
Devontae Adams, Green Bay Packers going into Cincinnati. Coming off another big game. Packers look hot. What does that say? So Packers put him in uh, the top 10% of Matt or PFF puts him in the top 10% of QB wide receiver matchups this week. So Devontae Adams, who always looks good, uh, no real cornerback of mention to cover him. Uh, so expect him to put one in. You know, that play that they run, when they get close to the goal line, they put Devontae Adams in motion, and then they go back, break the other way. Yeah. That play is unstoppable. I know. He looks so good. I mean, I, I, whenever I put in the prop for first touchdown sc- uh, scored in the game, it's Devontae Adams because I just hope that they run that play. Why don't the Dolphins do that with Waddle? He's really fast. They should do it with Waddle. They should. Well, they somebody should. would need yeah. to deliver the ball. Well, not only that, we need to get into the red zone for that to happen. Yeah. Did you, you guys see any Brissett, uh Jacoby Brissett playing uh, football or attempting to? I didn't. It's, no. It's bad. No, I'm not a masochist. <laughs> well, I am, and it's it was painful. You know that the Colts had seven starters out, which is essentially a third of your team. Mm-hmm. And we lost. I, I think that's right. I'm going to lean on you if that's right. And you and you lost. Mr. Mr. Clutch is in a math guy in case you have any new uh, I mean, 7 of listeners. 53. No, oh, 7 of starters. 22. Yep. 7 of 22. 20. Yeah, you're pretty close. No. I'm like give it to absolutely you. close. What are you talking about? Yeah. He's got that. Ready, ready Matt? Um, I'm model. I'll do this real simple. Ready? 7, 14, 21. Boom, a third. Lost me at 7. All right. So... Real quick, though, talking about taking, you know, I don't know why more teams don't take that play. That play is is sick. There's people faster than Devontae Adams, you know, that could make that play happen. How about, how about, I don't know if you heard this, the Hunter Renthro new route that he's been running that's been like unstoppable. Have you guys seen this? No, it's a new route. He's got this route. And uh, I guess with the Rams and the Raiders practice this year in the off season and Cooper cup and McVay like picked it up and we're like, what is this route? Right. So he like taught it to him. And if you watch their touchdowns this year, like half their touchdowns have been on this route. And uh, it's a little, you know, it's a, it's a double move. Got to pull it up. If you haven't, we'll post it on the page. It's pretty. Um, and he's a, what a scrappy player what? that Hunter Renthrow yeah. is. I know. Perfect. Perfect. Patriots receiver. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, they're using him well in Oakland, but yeah, he'd be a pro bowler every year if he was on. Oh Oakland. no, he's, he's going to be a Patriot. Don't you worry. <laughs> All right. So that wraps it up. Uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, but there are no Browns running backs in our, in our top six this week. We're tired of flip flopping back. We and can't forth. do it. We can't do it anymore. I don't know who the, wait, they took Chubb out to, to, at the one multiple times, right? Multiple times. Yeah, they, it's nonsense. And sometimes Hunt wasn't even in. There was this third guy that I'd never heard Felton. of. So Felton, Felton scoring touchdowns, Randy. It yeah, so, make- so they're they're out this week. I need to see some consistency. Yeah. Uh, we're going the other way on the other side with Eckler. So that wraps up our top six. Quick recap: We got Zeke Elliott, Derrick Henry, DeAndre Hopkins, Austin Eckler, Justin Jeffries, and Devontae Adams as our top scores. We'll post these on the page with the odds.
So let's move on. This is our newest segment. This is one we've been really enjoying watching. We get some right, some wrong. Let's see how we do this week. This is our QB touchdown props. What do we got, Matty Stats? All right, boys. You ready for uh, some rapid fire? Yep. Rapid fire. Let's remind the page. What are we doing here? All right. So I am going to give you the quarterback touchdown scores. Um, I've got six lined up this week, and I'm going to give you the over-under number. And then you guys will have to tell me whether you want to go over or under on that. And I'll also give you the odds because the odds play into this. Okay, let's go. We'll, we'll go back and forth. Teddy, you take the first one. Sure. All right. Justin Herbert versus Cleveland, 1.5. Over is minus 207. Under is plus 162. Mm-hmm. Uh, Herbert's looking excellent. Uh, I did mention on week one about a sophomore slump. And I don't think I've been wrong, more wrong about anything since we started this podcast about 17 weeks ago or 17 uh, podcasts ago. Herbert is looking like a stud. Yeah, uh, we're about I'm as wrong over. as the Dolphins every time they draft a quarterback. Yep. They passed on <laughs> Herbert. They sure did. did. So did a lot of other teams, but he, he's an MVP. He's, he's an MVP candidate right now. Well, it's, all right. It's early. Yeah. It's early. But he's up there. Debatable. All Sports right, card so what investor do you got? coming out. Yep, here we go. Unbiased. I'm always unbiased. I try to be. What do we got? Teddy, you take it over or under? I missed that. Yeah, over. Sorry. Over. over against Cleveland. Hopefully one of those is the Eckler, and that's a double double win for us right there. There it is. Boom. All right. All right. Patrick Mahomes versus Buffalo. 2.5 touchdowns. The over is minus 105. This is cashed four weeks in a row. Let's make it five. Let's go over with Patrick Mahomes. Reason I say that, not because I don't, you know, respect the Bears de- or the Bills defense, but they're gonna have to keep up with the Bills offense. They'll throw this whole game. Let's go over. All right. Kyler Murray versus the 49ers. 2.5. Now he's an edge guy for the 2.5 because his odds are at plus 151. That's good. That's good money there. It is, but you know, these two and a half. Okay. So watching just a little, little pause here on the, on the over under watching these, the the 2.5s, I didn't realize, you know, three touchdowns is a lot. Even though quarterbacks do it every week, I just felt like it was so much more to get that third touchdown, Mm -hmm. right? While watching all the games and looking at our, at our bets, than like getting two. So I feel like you throw one right in the first quarter and you could throw one in the fourth down 14 and boom, you got two. But that third touchdown's tough. Mm-hmm. But considering Kyler's playing out of his mind right now, I'm not going to bet against him. So I'm going over. Over. And he could end up with four four touchdowns. He runs one in at least once a week too. So it's a lot of well, touchdowns to go around. But that it's only throwing, right? This only is only throwing. passing. This oh, is only okay, for gotcha, passing. Gotcha. So, only passing. All right. So yeah. you're going over. Yeah. All right. All right. Justin Fields versus Las Vegas. 1.5. The over is plus 155. The under is minus 202. Wow. I like the odds on the over. Uh, watching Fields the last one and a half games, I don't like... I don't like the like I know why the odds are there. He doesn't doesn't look that great back there. No. 
No. I mean, he's running it in, and I think that's what he'll have to do against this team. They seem to put a lot of pressure on the QB. I'm going to go... Uh, I'm going to go under, even though the money's not great. Let's lock in and under with Justin Fields. Ideally, I would skip this pick, but it's on the list. So I'm going to go under Justin Fields. I just wanted you to say under one. So I just had to put a situation where you felt like you might have to say under. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I did. Under with Justin Fields. Love it. All right. Trevor Lawrence versus Tennessee, 1.5, minus 102 on the over. The under is plus or minus 130. Under is plus 130. Titans defense. I'm going to go, I like the over. I mean, Zach Wilson threw two touchdowns last week. Trevor Lawrence is better than Zach Wilson. Whoa. Whoa, let's not make any any early claims here. The the stats would probably say different as bad as Wilson's been. I think Lawrence (laughs) has been worse. Yeah, I'm going to go under. Yeah, I'm going to go under. Under for Trevor Lawrence against the Titans. He hasn't looked that impressive. I mean, from what, and maybe he was too overhyped, but, and I'm putting too much pressure on him, but he hasn't looked great. There's not a lot of talent there in Jacksonville. I don't really talent in the coaching either. Yeah. Well, I mean, the coach is trying to hang out with some talent, but yeah, I mean that there was some talent there. And (laughs) let me tell you, he was, he didn't go. I think, by the way, I was I was reading a lot about this. I couldn't understand why players would be upset about him trying to hook up with some girls. The reason is he didn't go home with the team. He stayed there wherever they were and like partied. And yeah. like didn't go home and get ready for the next week or anything. And like honestly, that's you can't do that as a coach. Like you can't party because the players just want to stay local and party. Yeah, so you and they can't have to go home you. on the play, play. So they go home on the plane, and you stay home and get all the tail. That's such a college coach mindset, right there, yep. right? Like when you're yep. when you're leading kids in college yeah. and they're on scholarship, you're like, you guys are going home and going to the dorm. Meanwhile, he's going out and partying. Yep. You can't take that in the NFL. Nope. Like these dudes are like, dude, I got families, I got kids. I'm out. I'm. You're gonna party. I'm gonna party. Yeah. And like, what was he thinking? He was at like the Urban Meyer restaurant. It was a family event. Like to give him credit from what I read, he's, he's got family there. I think somebody had recently got engaged. So he went to a family event. Wait, and wait, then wait. Some of his, he did that with his family present. No, that's what kept him there. That was like his reason for not going on the plane. Then he ended up in, in other places. But that oh, was okay. Wild. Okay, I got you. So, all right. Last QB score, Aaron Rodgers versus the Bengals. 1.5 is his line. The over is minus 194, though. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to go over here. I don't want to take too much time. I don't want to second guess myself, even though the odds aren't there. Over one and a half. One and a half to me, it, I agree with you. Like the three was tough watching three, but yeah. two seems really, really achievable, especially for a guy like Aaron Rodgers and how hot they are. Take the over. All right. I feel like these, when you take some of these ones, these better quarterbacks that have the 1.5, that feels really good in a parlay. Like you give me like an Aaron Rodgers with a Patrick Mahomes and, well, Patrick Mahomes is at a 2.5, but you give me some of these 1.5s in a parlay. Yeah. Like Rodgers, Herbert. Or, oh, that's 2.5. I, I hear you. 1.5s. It feels I like easy. It. Yep. It, it feels real easy. 
Don't get me going on a parlay. I was not going to do a parlay this week. Yes, you were. We are four days from Sunday. You were absolutely going to do a big parlay, like 17 quarterback parlay. We're going to go for it. You know we will. All right, that wraps up our TD scores for this week. We'll post them on the page. Let's move into the dad zone. Welcome to the dad zone. What do we got this week, boys? It's not just about our bets. We've also got babies at home balancing that. It's the fall season. We're coming up to the holiday season. What What's going on with life right now? What are we doing? Why are we spending our time outside of the sports? All right. So I got a hot take. Yep. Let's hear I, it. I enjoy apple picking. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, he said it. Look, <laughs> I get out there. I got the two kids running around. So I've gone two weekends in a row. So first weekend was just me, the wife, and the kids. We went out. We had a blast, you know, grabbing apples, running between the rows of trees and all that. And we went through. Uh, definitely not eating all the apples. We definitely have a pile of rotting apples. We can't get through all of them. Yeah. And then uh, my mother-in-law wanted to go with us this week. Oddly enough, this is what to me is a crazy person move. We walk into the apple orchard. We get to the fourth tree. We've got three bags. We stop at the fourth tree. We fill three bags at the fourth tree and walk out. The fourth, the fourth tree. We didn't walk around at all. We just went to one tree and we just go to the same orchard, different orchard. Uh, Second question is where's the rotting apples currently located? Well, the rotting apples have left uh, the house and then we have new apples, which we acquired on Sunday, (laughs) which are now starting the rotting process. I might, you know, hey, I might even throw in a pumpkin patch this weekend. You never know. No, it's actually, look, uh, you guys got young kids, but they're like, when they're like three or four, when they get to like four or five, like these things become a lot more fun because it's not like chaos, like they're going to hurt themselves. It's more like they're picking apples and just having a good time. So I like apple picking. And you get, look, it's an activity you get a ton of credit for and you can get out in like less than an hour and a half. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I I like apple picking, even though it is still very much chaos for me and having to worry about the kids hurting themselves. And it's a lot to even get them out of the house and into the car and all that good stuff. But I, I like apple picking and I did it this year. So I'm getting that credit for the day. It was a fun day. Probably the best pictures we've gotten in a year. So you got to think about that too. And we're actually eating the apples though. Made some apple pie. Some applesauce. What about you, Teddy? This is bad. This is real bad. Apple picking is legitimately Jamie's favorite thing. And the fact that Matt, she's going to, she listens to this. She listens to every episode. The fact that Matt lands twice, I am so fucked because I didn't go. Uh, You better squeeze it in tomorrow before this, before this drops. Oh gosh. And, well, you got to make like reservations around here or some shit. And like, you know, I'm not going to totally blame her, but she didn't make a reservation and then she delayed it. And then, you know, it seems, I don't, I don't know, but I, Wait, not to mention. did she go and you didn't go with her? No, no, no. She, we didn't go at all as a family, oh. but uh, we did go pick out pumpkins. It wasn't a pumpkin patch, but uh, we did pick out pumpkins and we are decorating the front of our house for Halloween. So I guess that's something, right? 
That's definitely something. I'm behind on that. We're, we've started to put some Halloween stuff on the inside, but nothing on the outside yet. You guys getting the Halloween ideas brewing? Family costumes? What do we think? Oh, I just scoped out. I'm making uh, – I'm going to be Ryder from the Paw Patrol. Just uh, ordered a nice. red puffer vest from Old Navy, and then I just got to paint it to look like the Paw Patrol. Uh, who are your girls yeah. being? Uh, Ellie's going to be Everest, and Layla is going to be Sky. I don't know Paw Patrol. How's he not in a Paw Patrol? Are you just like streaming wrestling? Uh, he watches a lot of wrestling, yes. He watches. You know, he started to like punch me this week, and I was like, hmm, this is probably because of the wrestling. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's probably not good for his like uh, front or lo- frontal lobe development. Uh, why? I mean, it's just people beating the crap out of each other. It's, it's not acting. good. It's acting with extreme athleticism. Yeah, but he he doesn't get that. I he just sees it and time. thinks it's like normal. Like he's not conceptualizing that it's fake. He, I mean, you're yeah. like in your 30s and you don't even know that it's fake. <laughs> it's acting with extreme athleticism. I think I know that it's fake. I don't know what I'm doing over here. I think we might end up with a Toy Story type theme. Uh, he's been real into Toy Story, so I think once once we go to the store, if I can get him on Buzz, maybe I'll end up as Woody. Yeah. That would be nice. Kind of got a cowboy hat. I think I could make most of that costume. That's a great franchise. Fun Toy Story fact: Buzz Lightyear's original name was Lunar Larry, and they switched it to Buzz to honor Buzz Aldrin. Boom! That's a good fact. That's a dad fact right there. That is, that a, dad is fact. a big dad fact. Yeah, only on but this pod. Don't, don't you guys? I don't know. I think the concept of yeah, I didn't know who he was either, Amato. Uh, <laughs> don't you? Think... Wait, do you guys not know who Buzz Aldrin? Is? <laughs> no, of course you do. Tell me, he's an astronaut. He's a former astronaut, actually. He was born in. All right. <laughs> he had three wives, and he was on <laughs> Apollo eleven and Gemini twelve. <laughs> Obviously, he gets real mad if you tell him the moon landing was fake. I've seen him have like a fucking meltdown on somebody. Yo, he's from Glen Ridge, New Jersey. That's See? right near where I grew up from. Yeah, I think Neighbor. I know what you're both getting. I'm gonna send you the Buzz Aldrin uh, bibliography this year for Christmas. Please don't. You should I'm know who Buzz Aldrin it. is. I'm not first I'm man not, to walk on the moon. Yeah. What about Neil Armstrong? Oh boy. No. Uh, he and his mission commander Neil Armstrong, the first two people to land on the moon. Who so, stepped so Neil, first? Who was the first stepper? So, oh, I think I think it's Neil Armstrong. Well. I will concede this point because I'm not going to find the answer this quickly. We'll have to settle this on the page. We'll put a poll up here. First man to step on the moon. See what comes back. So that wraps it up, boys. Uh, Another episode, week five in the books from an episode standpoint. But let's see how we do on the football football weekend. Whether you follow our bets or you don't, we hope you win some cash. Have a great time, boys. Go Dolphins. Thank <laughs> you.